What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Frantic Thoughts Podcast, a video game and entertainment podcast told from a personal perspective. Each week we sit down, we talk about video games, movies, comics, nerdy things that are just really fun, things I obsess over, things I love, and we try to talk about them together and celebrate them together. So what I've been doing each week lately is I kind of just sit down and we just start off the show with what's happening. I kind of just talk about whatever I've been up to and what's been going on. So uh, if you've been listening to the show, you know I got a brand new job and I've been loving it. It's been great. It's very tiring. So I'm actually right now on my break. Um, On the weekends, I get a three hour break between my routes. And so that's what I'm doing right now is I'm just chilling. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to record the show. (laughs) It's been a really weird week. I haven't done like a ton of things this week. It's kind of just been like a chill, lay low type of week. We've been watching lots of TV and movies and stuff like that. And I'm working on something that's kind of cool, but I, I can't talk about it quite yet. I want to kind of keep it a secret. Well, you'll know about it next week and I'm sure you'll see it on my Twitter soon, but I, I'm working on something with some people and we're putting a lot of time and effort into it and I'm super stoked about that and that's taking up a lot of my time. It actually ends, ended up being a lot more work than I expected, but that's not a bad thing. It's going to turn out really cool and let's see what, 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 what have I been watching this week? I have been watching Bumblebee. Well, I should say I watched Bumblebee, but yes, we went to the theater a few days ago and uh, we were just like, what do you want to, what do you want to watch? We wanted to go to the theater and just watch something. And uh, we kind of wanted to see Bumblebee. We're not Transformers lovers. We never really watched the cartoons, either one of us when we were kids, but we thought this movie looked pretty fun and it was great, honestly. I don't really like any of the other Transformers movies. I'll start off by saying that. The first one that came out years ago with uh, Shia LaBeouf was okay. It had decent moments in it. But the other two to three, I kind of fell off around. Like I watched half of three, and I never watched the rest of them. And they never really were my thing, and they never really came together for me. But this whole new setting, this whole new time period, this smaller story about this girl finding, you know, Bumblebee and Transformer and them connecting and bonding, almost kind of like an E.T. scenario. It was a fantastically told storyline, and I enjoyed it from front to end, and it was funny. Like, I literally laughed multiple times during this movie. I just had fun in the theater, and I thought it was just one of those movies that you go out, like, go into, not expecting much, and then it was such a good time that... I uh, just had a smile on my face from the beginning all the way through the credits, and I, I just love this this movie a lot, and I hope that if they make a sequel, I think a sequel was greenlit, that they keep on with this tone and this fun, adventurous side of Transformers, and the coolest part is the action scenes didn't look like this confusing mess of just robot parts jamming together. You could actually see the silhouettes of each of the different Transformers, and it was pretty cool. The Decepticons were menacing and, you know, they didn't give a F. They didn't care. They kicked ass. And then we have the Autobots that are trying to struggle and fight for Cybertron. There's like a scene at the beginning that Cybertron and like all of them attacking. And what I remember from the cartoon is them getting on their comms and talking to each other like, hey, go do this. Go do this. Oh, shit. I just like smacked my desk and a bunch of stuff went flying. <laughs> anyway, that was cool. I really enjoyed that. 
uh, because it was just like, you know, this feels so much like the cartoon. I'm sure the people that grew up with the show just loved it to death. Um, I know I had a good time with it and the action was just amazing. Like it was a great movie and the, the acting was great and the story was funny and entertaining and uh, I recommend it a lot. It's not like the most deep movie ever, but if you want just a really fun movie, go see Bumblebee for sure. And I, I don't know if it did well or whatever, but from somebody who doesn't really like Transformers watching this and actually having a good time, that's a big ask and a big thing that happened in in and of itself, honestly. So, yep, Bumblebee, big thumb up, big thumb up, big thumbs up for me <laughs> on that one. Also, we watched the Steven Universe season finale, which if you guys don't know, I'm a we're both me and Sierra are both huge Steven Universe fans. Uh, if you go on the outset, like go out, look, looking outside, looking into the show, you're just going to think it's some silly kid show, but it's layered. It has emotion. And this season finale just was the one of the best moments of TV I've ever seen. It's up there with some of the best episodes of like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad. Literally one of my favorite episodes of TV I've ever seen. I think it's one of the best finales for a season this could have been the series finale it was so well put together so many things happen so many things are revealed um there's so much passion and energy and the animation was stunning they actually got somebody from disney animation studios to animate a scene that was very pivotal in this uh the ending here and it was beautiful and stunning and i i just like man I, i came out of it i was smiling I was sad. I was happy. It was amazing. Like I just loved th- this finale so much. And this is kind of a show that I never think it's going to top itself, and it always manages to. And if you aren't watching Steven Universe, there it, it is on Hulu. But I'm going to warn you: there are, I would say, the first season or the couple's first, like first two seasons. Steven is a little kid, and he acts like a little kid. So this always turns people off from the show. So he's doing these really silly things. He's a little more grating, a little more annoying in the early seasons. But as he grows up, the series actually changes and he actually changes and matures and the storyline matures with him, which is a really cool thing, which I've never really seen a TV show do, especially a cartoon for kids. And it's a show all about accepting yourself and accepting others and loving one another and loving yourself and just being a part of a team, being part of a family and this finale just embraced all of that it coalesced into this amazing just awesome finale and <laughs> i watched it like two to three times i just loved the episode to death and it, it was like a 44 minute special and yeah uh i loved it it was so freaking good and um this is like one of those shows that's just so hard to recommend because people try to watch it and then they get like stuck on it you know but i honestly think you should stick it out Give it a shot if you have the time or if you have any interest because the show is worth it if you stick with it for the first couple seasons and start to see where the hooks are in the show. And it's great. It has a lot of anime influences. It has a lot of, yeah, a lot of 80s cartoon influences as well, video game influences. Steven Universe is one of my favorite TV shows ever, and I am going to say that forever as well. So, yeah, I really highly recommend it if you want something a little different, I will give it a shot if, if you have the time. Also, I pre-ordered 
I can't believe it, man. Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out in five freaking days. Like, I'm super excited. When I was a kid, I played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. I never did all this crazy, like, side games, quote-unquote, which they're not. They're actually full-fledged storyline games, you know, basically. But when I was a kid, I played 1. I can remember playing 1 vividly in a Funko Land for hours on end with my dad whenever I actually saw him more often. And... I remember having Kingdom Hearts 2 and playing it here and there, never fully grasping it or the storyline, but I remember the ending just kicking my ass and never actually officially beating that game, but I was literally at the end of it, and I I've kind of grew up just kind of loving this series, and I've played the first one so many times. That's the game I've played like three or four times, and of course, I've talked about it so much lately over the last year especially, but... This is just one of those once-in-a-lifetime things where a storyline that's been going on for, I don't know, 14, 15 years, whatever it's been, finally has this great and epic resolution. So, yeah, um, I'm super, super excited to be playing Kingdom Hearts 3 this week, and we'll talk about it next week for sure. I, I do not doubt that we will talk about it, and I'm just really excited, and I know people are going to hate on it. But I, I really hope that it has a nice, you know, resolution and it and it goes and it ends in a really good way because they're they're building they've been building this huge gigantic story for years and years, which takes some weird turns. Some turns I'm not super happy about or really agree with, but a lot of them I do really like, and I hope that they take all the different branching story paths and kind of give it a nice resolution. So I'm excited to see how this turns out. Excited to fight with Baymax, go to the Tangled World, do that, all that fun stuff, do another Pirates of the Caribbean World, do Toy Story and Monsters, Inc., come on, it's going to be good, at least to see how Kingdom Hearts takes those games and kind of spins them and turns them on their head, which is always interesting to see, so I'm really excited for this game, honestly, that's an obvious statement, if you've listened to anything I do or hear how I talk about this series, but yes, I pre-ordered that game, and I'm super stoked. And, oh yeah, I, I didn't even mention this a minute ago, but, dude, <clears throat> the people who fired me from my old, jo- old job gave me, like, the best gift. I'm not gonna lie. That old job was so stressful, I kind of hated myself most days I went in there, and the bosses were super oppressive sometimes. I know that seems like a harsh word to say, but there, there are so many stories. You can go back, listen to some of the other episodes where I've been written up for stupid stuff or how I got fired, all the stuff that they threw at me. And it was just kind of like a bad work environment. And they fired me. And now I'm working for myself. Like I have a boss, but I just kind of go out and I do my thing and get my job done. And as long as I do a good job, there's not going to be any issues. Awesome. No boss hovering over my head. And then I found out that um, my old job had a stock plan, right? And I didn't think I'd see any of that money, but they actually make you cash it out. So I had a good chunk of money. That's like a couple months worth of like actual pay that I get from this current job is coming to me in a lump sum soon. And I'm like, dude, what? (laughs) So I was pretty excited. Um, I looked into like savings options for it, but mostly the only way to get that money is to get it in a lump sum. And I'm like, you know what? Hell yeah, I'll take it. And then we're going to use it and save it and make our lives better so basically they gave me a job where i get to look out for myself without a boss hovering over my head they lost a good worker 
and I get a lump sum for uh, getting terminated there. So, you know what? They gave me a gift, and I can't complain, honestly. It's the news of interest. I'm going to do that again. It's the news of interest. The news of interest. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. What's up, everybody? This is the news of interest for the week. I'm going to kind of take this little segment and spin it on spin it on its head a little bit. We're going to kind of just try to take it and... Uh, Kind of condense it down so we're not ranting and raving about news stories for a very long time but i do want to bring this back at least every other week or so and bring some news stories in and uh the reason i'm bringing it up this week is nintendo uk had something called nintendo indie highlights they had one of these i think in november of last year it's pretty cool they kind of just throw a bunch of trailers and have like a voiceover in between the trailers it's nothing too crazy I kind of want to just go over the highlights of what I thought looked interesting from this, and um, it should only take a second here. We got War Groove, which I know people, a lot of people are really excited for. It looks kind of like an Advance Wars kind of clone, more modernized take on it. it. Has a really beautiful art style. It has the grid-based combat, and it has up to four-player, you know, combat where you can fight each other. Um, not my bag, but you never know. I know a lot of people are super excited for it, and people were like frothing at the mouth they're like oh my god i can't believe it's finally coming out this one comes out february 2nd so yeah i'm just like i'm super excited for the people that are gonna get way into it and if the conversation gets to a point where it like looks like something i might enjoy maybe i'll pick it up and give it a shot also uh this the studio that brought you steam world dig steam world heist is, has a brand new game called steam world steam world quest which is a card based rpg um also not really my bag but i really do like this studio and i do like steam world dig quite a bit and um, i'm just happy to see that they're going to continue and try different styles of gameplay for this series a couple more games that were featured here those were the two big ones i think we had cross code which is kind of like a top-down zelda like set in an mmo and it looks really cool it's like a hack and slashy style of game it has great graphics it has a kind of an anime twist to it from like the little cutscenes and like talking heads that they have in there um i've heard great things about it i haven't played it personally but this one actually looks like something i might enjoy and then they have when ski lifts go, go wrong and it's kind of like a bridge constructor game where you're constructing uh ski lifts and trying to get them to go up and over and of course has wacky physics that looks really silly and uh, that that could be a lot of fun and i think the one that actually interests me the most is called inmost it's kind of like this it looks like kind of like a survival horror-esque game, but it's a 2D game that's like a puzzle platformer and you play three different storylines. I'm like loving the look of this, so just look it up. It's called Inmost, all one word, Inmost. Um, and I think I'm going to be picking it up this year and trying that out. That looks freaking awesome. So, so yeah, it's like a puzzle platformer, like kind of existential dread and horror, and it looks really cool. It is a puzzle platformer, and that's one of my favorite genres of all time. So, it looks like I'm going to be picking it up. That's definitely going to be on my radar coming forward when it eventually releases this year. Next up, we have a delay for Metroid Prime 4. Came out this morning, and they kind of talked all about 
one of the heads of Nintendo came out and talked about how they are stopping development of Metroid Prime 4 and starting basically from scratch with Retro Studios at the helm of it. And it was a kind of a cool little address they kind of came out. They were just like, you know, we had some complications. It was kind of coming together like we wanted and they were very transparent about it. So that's cool. Um, Retro made the original trilogy and of course, going forward, they're gonna treat their original series with care and that seems pretty awesome. I'm, I'm kind of excited for that version of Metroid Prime 4 just to see how it comes out. And <laughs> it makes me a little nervous though because Nintendo doesn't have too many things announced this year. I know there's gonna be an Animal Crossing and uh, I think that's the main thing that's announced honestly, uh, Pokemon Gen 8. And I'm not really sure what else they have coming that's first party. I know Nintendo's doing really well on the indie front, obviously. We just talked about the indie spotlight, but like, what other first party games do they got? Um, and first party games are pretty important, especially when it comes to Nintendo and their big IP and properties. So I'm kind of excited to see uh, what's coming this year. Oh yeah, and then I just randomly in my head, that just popped up was uh, Yoshi's, uh, what is it? Crafted World is coming out soon too. So, I mean, nothing too hard-hitting or big, but maybe this year we'll have enough Nintendo first parties to kind of keep everybody satiated. Because I knew people think that Metroid Prime 4 was going to be like a fall game this year. And obviously, that's not going to happen now. And finally, this week, I asked people on Twitter, because just randomly, if there was any questions. And I got a couple here. So, first we got Trav from the Polykill Podcast, at Games. And he asked me a few questions here. The first question is, who is my favorite Ghostbuster? And uh, I'm just going to say Egon. And I, I, I think it's just because I kind of really, I don't know. I, I just like him. He's cool. I don't know. I, I haven't watched Ghostbusters in years. I, my memory of Ghostbusters is kind of hazy. But that's the one I remember liking the most when I watched it back in the day. Okay. And the second question here is actually a pretty good one that I can tell a little story about. It's uh, the most embarrassed I've ever been. <laughs> This is an interesting one. It's going to take a little bit to get to the story here, but I was in band and I joined a little bit late in high school. So I started when I was like the second half of freshman year. So the band teacher, so basically what we would have at the end of the year is like a band dance. Like it was a dance that everybody would uh, go to from the band. Uh, so it was like a band banquet basically. And they would give out little like plaques that said, oh, you graduated and you did your time in, in band and you got this chair and all this kind of cool stuff uh, when you're a senior. So senior year, I go to this function with my girlfriend at the time and they call every senior up there to get their plaque. You know, everybody claps and everything like that. And they never call my name and they kind of can continue on with the. The entire thing they're like oh, da, da, and they're talking about the year and how they did really good how we went to regionals and band and all that stuff and my girlfriend was pissed at the time and then she raises her hand and then the guy's looking at us like hey do you have something to say and she's like yeah you didn't call josh and i stood up everybody's eyes were on me i'd say at least two two to 250 people and everybody in the entire hall banquet hall just started busting out laughing directly at me and they told me to come up there so i literally had to walk through all these people with everybody staring at me laughing at me 
because they forgot to call my name. And then the band teacher is like, haha, I thought you were a junior because you started early. Da, da, da. And he was just kind of being kind of cocky and kind of a dick. Um, so everybody laughed at me again. And that's my most embarrassing moment because I thought it'd be kind of a cool moment. I'd go up there and get my plaque. People would clap because I actually ended up being like third chair, which out of like 10 to 12 people. And I thought I did really well. But for some reason, he decided not to give me a plaque and, you know, congratulate me on helping out with the thing. I, don't, I, I played trombone. I know it's not the main instrument, but I thought I did pretty good. And yeah, that's my most embarrassing moment, and I will never forget it. Uh, I went to the restroom afterwards, and one of the dudes that was first chair trumpet, big asshole, one of the mo- rudest guys I ever met, was like, good luck, good luck next year. <laughs> like, told him to shut the fuck up. And uh, I saw him later on, and uh, told him, like, dude, that was uncool. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that, man. I was a little kid, da, 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 and I was just like, whatever. But yeah, that's my most embarrassing moment ever, or at least one of them. That's the first one that came to my head. So there's that. Uh, the last thing you regret buying. Hmm. I regret buying a lot of things. Um, honestly, the thing I regret the most buying in general is a lot of my games. Because uh, I start collecting games, and I never play them. And But honestly... I'm not going to lie. The last thing I regret buying is we went to uh, Black Friday this year and bought all those Blu-rays. I kind of regret buying all those Blu-rays because I don't need all those Blu-rays. And that's the last thing I regret buying. Uh, I have bad tendencies to overbuy stuff. And uh, it's always been a problem for me. So, yeah, that's the last thing I regret buying is all those Blu-rays. I could have, like, pared it down to just the essential ones that I really wanted. I mostly wanted like Annihilation and a couple of other movies that came out last year, like Quiet Place and stuff, but ended up with like 15 Blu-rays. And I was like, damn, I bought way too many Blu-rays. So that's the last thing I I remember that I regret buying. So there's that. And rank your favorite sub sandwiches or favorite sub restaurants. Okay, this is easy for me. Favorite of all time is Firehouse Subs. Freaking love Firehouse Subs, period. My favorite sub place. Uh, number two would see would be Witch Witch, incredible subs, and then number three, I would say is Jimmy John's. Number four could be anything. I think that's one of the main three I like the most, and I, I think I like Subway too. But I worked at Subway, and honestly, they have subpar ingredients, and it's kind of like last resort sub. Or hey, I got five bucks, let's go get a sub, you know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, if I'm going to go to a sub place, I'll go to Firehouse Subs. I freaking love uh, their cherry limeade, like their drink they have, like a specific drink for their restaurant. Delicious, pure sugar, but delicious. They have great cuts of meat, and I just love the taste of their sandwiches and their hot sauce. It's, it's just my favorite. Um, and then favorite documentary. Let's see, have I ever... I'm not going to lie to you. Honestly, I don't think I've ever watched a documentary. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I know that sounds crazy to some people. I'm like, have I ever watched a documentary? Um, maybe. I guess uh, Planet Earth. I really like Planet Earth. That's probably the last one I watched, and that was years and years ago. So I'd say that's my favorite one. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty fun. Thanks for the questions, uh, Trav. And uh, the last one I got here, which was from Mussy Hobbit. It says, top three games you'd like to see as a CC Prime or CC Portable Game of the Month. 
Um, and obviously a lot of people who listen to this show are Cartridge Club members, but if you're not, basically they take a podcast, they make a podcast over a game every single month and the whole community plays it and talks about it, has a conversation about it. So basically what, what would I want that to be? Uh, number one, Yoshi's Island for Super Nintendo, period. Favorite platformer, one of the best platformers ever. And I think it's unique, has a great art style. I think it'd be a fun one to talk about. It has some awesome music in it too. It's kind of hard because like you guys did so many good games. It's like what what else could we talk about? What else could they do? <laughs> what else could the Cartridge Club do? I think a really fun one honestly would be uh, Simpsons Hit and Run, which I just think it's a fun game. It's a cool license game, and I had a really good time with it. And I think that could have some good conversation, especially if you get some people on there that really love the Simpsons and can get all the dive deep into the references and stuff. That would be a really fun podcast. I think like a, maybe like a classic PC game would be cool too. Like I don't even know which one I would pick. Maybe like a Quake game or something like just classic PC, or maybe just an old Diablo game or something like that. Because I don't think the PC side gets really mentioned too much on Cartridge Club. So maybe just some like pick an older PC game, maybe like a Command and Conquer or something like that that people can dive into. That's something that's easily accessible. Maybe something that's been ported to console as well. Ooh, I know a good one. City Skylines would be a really good one. Or like a SimCity, like an old school SimCity or something like that. Just something like a little out there, like that's PC orientated. Because I don't think that's been represented too much on the Cartridge Club. And that's the main reason. Um, there's hundreds of games I could list here, you know. But those are the main ones that are popping into my head at the moment. So, yeah. Thanks for the question, Musty. And that's going to do it for this Frantic Thoughts episode this week. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. And I'll catch you guys next week. If you want to talk about the show, go to the Cartridge Club at cartridgeclub.org slash forum. Go to this episode. and We can have a conversation over there. I have a little forum thread. Um, They're doing the CCABC over there. If you want to check that out. And there's some other cool things coming down the line, which we'll talk about very soon. So, thank you for what... <laughs> I flubbed the outro there. Thank you for listening. And I love you guys so much. And I'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>